Hey guys, welcome to part two of how to lose weight fast, the comprehensive, no BS, full truth edition. If you haven't seen part one yet, there's a link in the description that you can click on. So for those of you that have already seen part one, you already know that the first three days are critical. After the first three days, you still will need willpower to stay away from the barrage of junk food and advertisements that you're going to be dealing with and that you're going to encounter on a daily basis. Unfortunately, science has already shown lately that our willpower is not so reliable. To make our willpower more effective, all we could pretty much do is limit ambiguity. We have to make sure that our fridge is packed with healthy options, and we want to also make sure that we take healthy options with us to work and wherever else you will be spending a lot of your time at. Don't give yourself too many options, as this has shown to tax your willpower as well. You want the decision-making process to be as simple and straightforward as possible when choosing what to eat. When you have to cook a meal from scratch or interrogate a cook at a restaurant, it makes it a lot more difficult and complicated to make a healthy decision. It also causes you to spend more time thinking about what to eat while hungry, which increases the chances of eating the wrong thing to satisfy that hunger. This is why you want snacks and meals already prepped, ready to go. In this guide, I'm not going to give you a structure of how many times a day you should eat or what specific food you should eat because meal frequency and specific food doesn't really matter as much as how much food we're eating in regard to weight loss. I only advocate real healthy food because it fills you up and reduces your hunger without any addictive additives. But make no mistake, you can lose weight with Pop-Tarts the same way you can lose weight with broccoli. We all know what healthy foods are. We all know what foods are processed. And there are literally hundreds, if not thousands, of healthy grocery lists online that list the same exact foods. I promise you there's no secret food that you don't know about that is magically healthy for you that nobody ever mentioned to you. And that actually reminds me to mention once again that so many people are looking for a way to lose weight fast that's like a cheat code or a quick fix that allows you to eat all the junk food you want and still lose weight. Even though there are tons of these cheat codes out there, they're out there, I can confidently say that they are all BS and they don't work. The only way to do it isn't even so much through exercise, but more so through eating less calories than you burn daily. I recommend clean, real, natural, single ingredient food only because when you can only consume a limited amount of calories, you're going to have to be eating clean the majority of the time to maintain muscle mass and to get all your vitamins and minerals in. Also, the reason why I say it doesn't have as much to do with exercise is because we've all seen the examples in which it's shown how long you have to exercise to burn off one french fry. Even though exercise is very necessary to maintain muscle mass and to burn off some additional calories, for weight loss, diet is the number one key to losing and keeping weight off. And by diet, I mean what and most importantly, how much you're eating. How much you're eating is so important because even if you have just one donut a day or just one cookie a day, you will still lose weight and a lot of it. You won't look like you have a great body composition, but you'll still lose weight. 
So since we're on the topic, let's talk about exactly what's necessary to consistently lose weight after you break your addiction after the first couple of days of staying away from processed foods. To lose weight consistently, you're gonna have to maintain a calorie deficit. You're gonna wanna aim for anywhere from a 10 to 25% reduction in calories from your maintenance levels. So how do you calculate your maintenance levels? Well, a really simple way to do it would be to just multiply your weight by 14 and 17, and that'll give you a range of calories that you can consume to maintain your weight. If you're older or a woman, or you're not very active, or you feel like you have a slower metabolism, then aim for the lower end of that range. Another way to do it is by using a calorie maintenance calculator or a total daily energy expenditure calculator. You could find one of these on our website that's a lot more accurate than most and I'll include a link for that in the description. Keep in mind no matter what method you're using, the numbers that you get will never be 100% accurate. So you will have to adjust once you see how it affects your body. Regardless of the method that you use to get your maintenance calories, you would now take that number and reduce it by 10 to 25%. If you want to lose weight at a slow pace, you can simply subtract 10 to 15%. However, I normally recommend 20 to 25% calorie reduction for most people trying to lose weight at a moderate pace. You can go higher than that, but realize that a couple things are gonna happen. You're gonna be extremely hungry. It's not gonna be something you're gonna be able to maintain for a long time. You'll probably lose some muscle and weight regain is a huge probability after the diet. Therefore, a 25 to 50% reduction in calories should only be used to lean out fast for an urgent event. Again, I recommend doing a 20 to 25% reduction, which will make you lose about one to three pounds per week. Now, once you have your weight loss calories figured out, you have to make sure that you hit those numbers. For that reason, I highly recommend that at least in the beginning, you track your calories. Studies have shown that people that keep a diet journal are two times as likely to succeed in losing weight as people that don't. That's 100% more chance of success. So what reason do you have for not logging in what you're eating? There really should only be two reasons. One is that you're not serious about actually losing weight, which leads you to say you don't have time. But it's not that you don't have time, you're just not serious enough about it to commit your time. And two, is that you've been doing this stuff for so long that your eyes are like calorie calculators. What I mean is that you have so much experience that you can just look at a specific quantity of food and you'll know exactly how many calories and how many macros are in that meal. If you don't fall into one of these two categories, then you gotta start logging your food. When logging your food, you want to aim for certain macros to achieve the best body composition possible while losing weight. Again, you'll lose weight as long as you stay within your weight loss calorie range, but to maintain muscle mass and burn more fat from fat stores, having macro goals is not only a great idea, but a necessity. The split that I recommend and prefer is a 40-40-20 split. 40% carbs, 40% protein, and 20% fat. This is a classic bodybuilder macro split, and it works. I'm gonna include a link in the description for one of those calculators. You can also raise fat all the way up to 30% and take away from protein and carbs to balance this out. So 
So something like a 30% protein, 40% carbs, and 30% fat split, or 40% protein, 30% carbs, and 30% fat. Your fat percentages shouldn't really go lower than 20% and shouldn't go above 30% unless you're on a ketogenic plan and you're not consuming any carbs. But let's not get into that right now, that's like a whole nother video. A 30-40% to 40 protein, 40% carbs, and 20-30% to 30% fat split has always been the range that has worked for an excellent body composition time and time again. So start there. Once again guys, I've gone way over as far as information that I wanted to give to you in one video. In part three, I will be discussing what to do once you plateau and once your weight loss comes to a halt. I will also be talking about how much you should be exercising and what type of exercising you should be doing for maximal fat loss. And last but not least, I'll be talking about how we've become hormone obsessed and how cortisol, even though it's very real, its impact has been blown out of proportion and a lot of quick fix products or the cheat codes we were talking about earlier are being sold nowadays to capitalize on complicated bullshit misinformation about cortisol, testosterone, and plenty of other hormones. Yeah, we'll cover all of that in part three and I'll try to get that video out to you guys ASAP. But until then, you have plenty of information for the parameters of how you should be eating to lose weight. Make sure that you thumbs up this video and leave a comment below and also make sure that you subscribe to this channel if you enjoy this kind of no BS content. I'll see you guys next time. Pump it.